0: Hey guys, Paul Reddick here. Welcome to the Baseball Dads Podcast. The world of baseball in the youth and especially the high school game is changing so rapidly. These rapid changes are bringing about a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration for today's parents that are trying to bring their son up in the game. So the purpose of this podcast is to use the experience of dads who have already gone through this journey and have navigated it successfully so we could take aim at that confusion and frustration and knock it out. We're going to talk to these dads about what they did right, about what they did wrong, what they would do more of, what they would do less of, and they're going to give you their advice for today's parents that are going through this game. So stay tuned for today's podcast. And make sure you go to BaseballDadsNewsletter.com where you can get a free trial in our monthly Baseball Dads Newsletter. So without any further delay, let's get on to today's show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Baseball Dads Podcast. And on this episode, we have a very special guest. So uh, Tom Carroll is my guest and uh, Tom is not our typical guest on the Baseball Dads Podcast. Not that he is he's not a baseball dad, but he comes to us with a very unique experience. When he uh, we first met at a clinic that we uh, we, do, we did in our office, and I believe that your buddy brought you, right?
1: Uh, I brought him, actually.
0: Oh, you brought him. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but, but in any event, he introduced himself, and then he said, yeah, I played a little bit with the Reds. And quite honestly, I you know, I hear that all the time. And I just kind of thought, okay, maybe he played a little bit in the minor leagues or whatever. I really didn't think too much of it. Until a few weeks after, you had emailed me and sent me some pictures. And then, and only then, did I realize <laughs> that you just didn't pitch a little bit for the Reds. You pitched in the big leagues for the Reds, and you were a part of the big red machine. So that is a, so that, cha- that that's not the typical experience we have in the Baseball dad Podcast, for sure. So, but Tom, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Paul. I, I was very fortunate to be able to play with that team where we had four Hall of Famers and Pete Rose.
0: Right. That's right. I didn't think about it that way. <laughs> well, let, let's um, you know, let, before I, I, I start, I actually mentioned this on another podcast that I was on, is that when when I met you and, and, and you had said you played for the Reds a little bit, I thought okay, you know, you, you're in minor leagues. But Uh, here I was trying to give this clinic. I don't have the playing experience that you have. You've got all this stuff. But the lesson I kind of took from it after really understanding your career is that's probably why you you did get as far as you you did, because you were there learning and asking questions and involved, just like all the other dads there. And um, I always say the greatest thing I could say about Yogi Bear is that if we were having a conversation with the three of us, and you didn't know who he was. You would never know who he was because he would never tell you. You know, he was just a regular guy, a normal person, everyday guy, and he would have been talking baseball and stuff the same way you did. So, I'll, I'll take that as a, a lesson to heart from you. So I appreciate that. Um, let's start off with what we ask every uh, every dad. We, we learned a little bit about you. Tell us about you know, are coaching? Tell us about your sons and what you have going on.
1: Sure, uh, so, uh, I married late and we, we have two, uh, boys, uh, 11 and 7, uh, both playing little league and, uh, they'll be playing basketball in the winter also.
0: Mm-hmm. So when did you start coaching them? Uh, I've been coaching now
1: about five, five years, I guess, and just, just to coach. I mean, the real, the real heroes are the, are the managers of the teams that are there every night, and they take care of the equipment, and they break the fields. And I'm it's easy to be kind of an old ball player who helps out coaching, and that's what I do. Right,
0: right. So um, with your unique perspective, um, how challenging is it for you to um, – or is it more or less challenging for coach kids based on your, your playing experience and your background?
1: I think, I think one of the challenges for me, and, and I think for anyone who's played a lot of baseball when they see young boys playing is, is to be quiet. Uh, because, you know, it's easy, it's easy to pick things apart, and, uh, but the truth is at that age, uh, boy, you, you don't want to be critical, you want to be encouraging, and they're only able to absorb so much, so, I think a challenge for me, there have really been two challenges. One is uh, not to say too much, and the other is uh, to be able to separate my aspirations from theirs, you know, my dreams uh, from their dreams, and uh, to let them uh, be who they want to be. Uh, and to uh, so as an example, I have my oldest boy. He loves pitching. He loves baseball. I mean, he loves baseball. He's learning to pitch. And, uh, he loves piano also. And I, you know, yep. piano is like another planet for me. I don't, uh, right. not musical at all. And, uh, so if we're, we're out on a trip and we come back, he'll run into the house and get on the piano and he'll practice every day with no prompting from me. Now he loves baseball, but he, I have to remind him to practice baseball, but you right. know, that's who he is. And I, I encourage both and, uh, you know, as I mentioned, it's, it's kind of, uh, uh, it's been a challenge a bit just to be able, you know, to figure out, okay, where, where is my son here and what's he really interested in and where are my interests and then in separating the two and, and encouraging him to, uh, you know, develop his talents fully.
0: I, I think that's something that all parents struggle with just because we get tons of emails about it of, you know, uh, it, My my son likes the game, but maybe he doesn't love the game. How do I find that balance between him being able to do something he likes and also having those other interests? And um, I think, you know, whatever – I think having – I'm grateful for everything baseball gave me. Um, Yeah. I'd give a little bit of it back if I knew how to play the drums.
1: (laughs) I'm
0: not going to lie. Right. Or the piano or the guitar or something like that. You know, and I know I could yeah. now I I know I, I could, you know, but but still there's still part of that, you know, like when you're a kid to develop that um is it, important. You know, and I I think that I think those skills, just for other dads listening who may maybe struggling with that, do you see skills that he learns as a musician carry over into oh, other yeah. areas?
1: You know? Yeah, yeah. as a musician and in playing other sports, uh I mean there you know, there's uh There's mental coordination, there's hand-eye coordination, there's organization, there's movement. I mean, all kinds of benefits that I see from having multiple interests. And uh, I've talked about this with some old pitchers, you know, even about, you know, why pitchers get arm injuries. It seems like more than when we were playing. And, you know, we kind of came to a, a consensus that it's because there's such a narrow focus on baseball they're not throwing the football around. They're not, you know, playing these other sports which engage other muscles. And this isn't scientific, you know, but, we, you know, we just realized that, you know, one of the things that's changed is this kind of single-sport focus. And, you know, my view is the more things they can be involved in and enjoy, the
0: better for baseball. Right. And, and, and it's, you know, I used to kind of I, – I had a coach who I coached for, I named Ray Korn, who said – that he encouraged all of our high school athletes to play everything. He's like, I don't care if they're playing chess, you know, because they're, they're, they're yeah. doing they're concentration, focus, right. competition, whatever, you know, co- being competitive is being competitive, you know, focus right. is focus, you know, and all those things yeah. carry over um, to baseball. So that's awesome. So the dads who are listening encourage all this stuff. You know, I think everybody that focuses too much on one thing probably wishes they had done some other things so what's been what's been the best thing you've done to advance your voice and, and let's expand it to being a musician too we were talking about developing young leaders not just in baseball What's the best thing you've done for your sons on the baseball and the musical side
1: So for baseball I think uh, it's just being with them in the backyard with bats and gloves and baseballs and and having fun I mean baseball is a game it's fun. Uh, I've, I've tried to cultivate a joy in playing and I, I, you know, my thinking was that if, if they love the game, all the other things they'll pick up, you know, they'll pick up the details, uh, the things they need to be successful if they love the game. So, you know, we get out in the backyard a lot and, uh, throw the ball. I'll throw them batting practice. Uh, we started this thing when they were younger. We called it five minute baseball. And we uh you know, we were kind of determined that the boys would play a sport and they kinda of settled on baseball. And at that at the younger ages their concentration isn't that great and so, yeah. so we tried to get them out there for five minutes and the rule was, Okay, come out for five minutes, if you've had enough you can go back in. But what we found was once they got out there, you know, it turns into forty minute or an hour and fifteen right. minute baseball. So you know, having the freedom to choose not to play and when to stop was a great—I think—a great enabler for us, just to get out there a lot more.
0: So, in every one of these podcasts, we have—we have like, uh, you know, like a light bulb idea. That's just awesome. That's one of them. That—that's—that's that's clearly five-minute baseball. I'm—I'm I'm on that. I'm using that now from now on. Now, <laughs> I'll share with you last, from our last podcast with Coach Howard. Uh one of the best things he did, and for guys who are new listeners, please go back and listen to that one, he coaches he coaches all kinds of teams, he's coaches kids. He kept the soccer ball in his bag. And every time he had a bad a bad game, right? Instead of running sprints and talking about the game, he set up four cones and played soccer.
1: Isn't that great?
0: yeah. And he realized the kids who are so upset about losing it takes them like seven or eight minutes to all of a sudden be, be a kid and playing soccer again. And what he said is it just returns them to children. And children not to right. the. Yeah. yeah. So that's, so five yeah. minute baseball is another one. We're going to have to start cataloging all these at some point. But, uh, <laughs> so, so that, that's awesome. Five minute baseball. I love it. Um, what's, what's the, I always like to talk about moments. Is, is there been, uh, you know, like a baseball can kind of, you know, give you your lumps and bruises, uh, has there been like that magical moment in in baseball for for you and your boys?
1: There have been a lot of moments because we get out there a lot. And, uh, I mean, on a nice day when we're throwing the ball around and uh, having fun, I mean, there are a lot of those moments, and they're just kind of priceless. Uh, the other thing is, is uh, you know, watching them develop their confidence on the field, and, and particularly when they, you can see them work on something and then see improvement on the field. And when they begin to make that connection between uh, time and effort invested in practice and then noticed or, you know, noteworthy improvement on the field, And they're making that connection now. That's just, that's just invaluable. And I've seen that happen a little bit. And now, I mean, they can apply that to anything in life. And so that's really been a, like a growth, uh, growth experience. And that's been a joy to watch, really.
0: Yeah. Um, let's go into, let's go into your career for a second. Was there a moment, and, and uh, I don't know if you were on the call we did with Lance Berkman, um, but, but, you know, Lance, uh, was talking about the first three years of his career, he didn't feel like a major leaguer. You know, yeah. he kind of felt like, you know, is there that moment for you where, um it's gotta be a great moment where you're standing on this field and, and you're like, wow, here I am. And here are these guys I'm playing with. And I gotta imagine you, you watched some of them as you were coming up. What's, what's that moment like for, for those of us who never experienced it?
1: Yeah, well, um, with the Reds, you know, I had a couple of years in spring training with a major league team before I got called up, so I kind of knew them. And then uh, I threw a no hitter in AAA, and and then uh, a week or two later, I was called up. And uh, what was great is the two seasons I was called up, I was, we were in the pennant race, and I was thrown in the starting rotation. And my first game in Cincinnati it's against the Cardinals. Lou Brock was my first hitter. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, nice easy, I think nice I walked. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I might have walked a couple guys. And, uh, yeah. so the infield converges on me. And I've got Johnny Bench from behind the plate, Tony Perez from first, Joe Morgan from second, Pete from third, and Sepcio from short. So I, you know, imagine that supporting cast, you know, and they, they come toward me on the mound and they crack a couple jokes and, you know, okay, Tommy, settle down. So we went back, and I ended up uh, going, I think, seven and two-thirds. I gave up two hits. We beat the Cardinals two to one. And uh, I really got off to a great start that first year. My first six starts, the team won. I was 21, and uh, my arm was good. And uh, I'll just say there's not a better feeling in the world to be on a hot streak in the major leagues. And, yeah. uh, you know, very – you know, I'm very fortunate to to have experienced that. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. What's the What's the big lesson you've learned as as a dad in taking your kids through this, and especially everything you've been through in the game? Uh,
1: I I was blessed with some great coaches, uh, beginning with my father when I was five years old, and my little league coaches, uh, Bob Moore. Patty Phillips, and then in, in in AAA Vern Rapp, who managed later in the majors and sent me to the major leagues, and they had a common a common uh, a common element to their coaching, and they they cared. Each of them cared uh, uh, as much about developing a person as they did a ball player, and they encouraged me and. Uh, you know it was an honest encouragement they made corrections, but it wasn't it, there was much more encouragement than correction and uh those are the coaches I remember so i you know I hope to emulate these guys you know in my coaching and working with my kids but they they were great uh uh great people to uh to follow and i, I got a lot from them
0: yeah that's awesome uh what what about from uh uh, as you're seeing kind of this development of your kids, has there been something that you kind of, when you entered into coaching, you've got like one, like part A of your baseball career, and now part B starts. Is there, is there something that you've learned as a dad coming from that oh. environment now into a youth environment, which is radically different, right, from what we came up through, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, what's that been I, like? Yeah. I,
1: when I left baseball, you know, I, I left entirely, and I didn't look
0: back, and I had
1: to, you know, get another career going, and uh, so I was away for 30 years, and I came back, and wow, it was like being on a different planet, you know, everything drills, you know, we didn't do any drills, I mean, we did infield and batting practice, and, you know, you'd work on a few things, and, you know, we'd throw from the mound, but I mean, there's a drill for everything now, and I didn't know any drills, so I came onto the field and I you know, felt like I was on Mars or something. Uh, right. So that's that's been a, an enormous change for me. And over over uh you know five years or so, I've kind of come to appreciate you know there's value in them, but at the same time, uh, you know it comes back to what we knew as kids that you've got to be on the field, you've got to play, or you can have all the drills and videos in the world and it's not going to make much difference. So, uh, and I've learned that, you know, there are a lot of people who never played baseball who know a heck of a lot about it and, and are good coaches. So it's, it was, uh, kind of, uh, is, uh, uh, confusing for a <laughs> while learning experience for me. And, and I'll say here, I'll, I'll give you a little plug. I've really benefited from the, uh, the material you present. Uh, I, I find it uh, very, uh, Believable and uh and, and I even try it out myself. So so your your material has helped me in the coaching realm. Oh, that's awesome.
0: I appreciate that. Um, so there's lots of dads that are listening to this. Um, and they'll probably listen to you, uh, more so than maybe other people because of your background. There's dads who are starting off with their kids in seven years old, there's guys that are right in the middle of it, and there are guys that are their kids in high school. For those dads who are listening, what advice would you have for them in managing this baseball journey for their kids?
1: Oh, I don't know if I'm in a position to give advice, but I uh, I just I just know that I've tried to cultivate the joy of the game, the joy of throwing, the joy of hitting, in my boys and. Uh, and, uh, and, and, encouragement and, uh, a time on the field, you know, a lot of time on the field and time with them, uh, and not always drills. I mean, undirected time on the field with bats and gloves and just having fun. Um, so I don't know if that helps, but that's, that's kind of where I am. Well, I think
0: that's, that's what, you know, there, there's this kind of movement that, um, I'd like to think that I'm somewhat of a part of is bringing people back to to playing baseball and kind of um, working on baseball or you know having these tournaments which are kind of like that's really not playing baseball, that's kind of like trying to win baseball. you know and so so for me, I, I feel the same way and I, I I love the fact that that um you know, the players of old, I used to talk with Yogi all the time about that. You know, they didn't do drills and they didn't do a lot of the stuff that we think that right now, if you don't, if you don't do, um, right, you, you know, you, you can't make it or you can't play. And I would get yeah. this. And, and you could probably speak to this better than anyone. You were on the field with these guys. If all of this stuff, since the advent of the pitching machine, all these drills, where are the, where is, where are the super, uh, you know, players from all of this, uh, stuff that we've added in? Where are the guys that are winning 30 games? Where are the pitchers that can, with, that can pitch with endurance like they used to be? Yeah. Where, you know, where, how come we're not hitting 650 foot home runs? You know, where's all yeah. the Where's the 400 hitters? We've yet to produce a hitter. The, the, the hitting machine has not produced a hitter better than Ted Williams. Right. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. what, what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, as far as, you know, kids today and just playing.
1: Well, I'll, uh, and and we have pictures with all these injuries. I'll, I'll go. I'll,
0: I'll
1: I'll I'll say a few words about Max Scherzer here. I've had had the opportunity to be on the field and watch him in his between game, uh, you know, pitching routine between starts. And uh, you know, as far as being on the field, Max is throwing every day, and he's throwing with with proper technique. And he he does some long toss, and he moves in not real long and moves in incrementally with proper techniques. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, I used to think that, you know, our arms might have a limited number of pitches, but Max has been uh, relatively injury free for what? Nine years now. He's throwing uh, 96, 98, and he's on the field. He's throwing every day. He's not bathing his arm, but he's very careful, you know, in throwing with techniques that, uh, you know, the best teachers would approve. And, uh, I'm just a big believer in uh being active uh and uh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am 100% um well so Tom thank you so much for being on. I appreciate it. Uh I'm you know just really grateful that we met and and became friends. Um and like I said at the beginning of this call I I I'm so glad I didn't know in the moment that you had pitched for that team because it would have made me very nervous that day. (laughs) (laughs) I I learned, I learned a lot
1: that day. So so it's all Uh, good. uh,
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I appreciate it. So uh, thanks for being on Tom. And and I appreciate it. Thank Thank you, Paul. Hey guys, it's Paul again. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope you got a lot out of it. We have so much more to come for you. And thank you so much for trusting us with your baseball education, and also the development with your child. It's something that we take very seriously and really means the world to me and the rest of the staff here at Polaroid Baseball and Baseball Dads Podcast. So thank you so much. We would love it if you would leave a five-star rating and a great review of this podcast. That's how it helps us get the word out about the podcast so that other dads can share in this information that we need so much. Also, don't forget to go to Baseball Dads Newsletter, where you can get a free trial subscription in our Baseball Dads Newsletter. Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I can't tell you what it means to us that you would tune in and we're just loving bringing this information to you. So again, thank you so much and we'll see you on the next show. Hey, it's Paul Reddick. Thanks so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I want to let you know I have a new book out specifically for Baseball Dads and I would love for you to check it out. You can go to baseballdadsbook.com. All the information is there and a pretty good discount for our podcast listeners. So again, it's baseballdadsbook.com. Thanks.